beautiful souls and welcome. You're listening to It's Glowing Well Podcast, the show that encompasses all things beauty and wellness. I'm your guide and host star. I have been in the beauty and wellness business for over a decade, and I am here to inspire, educate, and keep things positive through the challenges we face in this incredible journey of becoming our best selves inside and out. So if you're ready, Let's take a deep breath and begin. Hey there, beautiful friends. Thank you for being here. I'm so fired up and can't wait to spend some time today talking about non-toxic living and where to begin with you all today. It's something I am so passionate about and the world of non-toxic living can be quite overwhelming, especially with all the misinformation, unregulated terminology, claims, sneaky marketing tactics. Yeah. So I'm here to shed some light on all of that right now. So I am going to dive in because I cannot wait. So so what is non-toxic living exactly? Well, to put it simply, non-toxic living is the removal of harmful chemicals in your home and body. And these chemicals can come in the form of pesticides, GMOs uh, from food, BPA from plastic containers, which thankfully we are getting much better about that in our nation, Uh, fragrances in household cleaners and personal care products, Um, off-gassing from new furniture and rugs, and so much more. So by reducing these chemicals and contaminants, you're reducing your family's risk of certain cancers, asthma, and many other ailments. This usually leads to this common question I get of why is non-toxic living so important? Well, besides what I just mentioned, we spend a large majority of our days in our homes, whether we are cooking a meal for our family, sleeping or playing, the last thing we want is to live in a home that is riddled with chemicals that can cause harm to us. So here are some benefits that I wanna mention about non-toxic living. Number one, you'll have better air quality in your home when using non-toxic products. Two, You'll likely experience clearer skin. Who doesn't want glowing, beautiful skin, right? Three, your food will have a better nutritional profile for you. Number four, you'll help improve the environment. (sighs) Folks, I could do a whole nother episode on this topic alone about our environment. It is so critical. If we don't start taking care of our planet and start putting our best carbon footprint forward, we are gonna keep sinking into a much deeper, deeper, deeper problem. So I can't reiterate that enough. So, but I digress, moving on. Uh, Number five, you're reducing your risk of side effects from products you use. I think one of the best things you can do to get moving in this direction is really research and educate yourself and how to properly read a label, any label, whether it's on uh, like a household product, 
whether it's something that we ingest or put on our bodies. So such as like lotions, skincare products, you know, all of those things that um, surround us in our own environment. So make sure to dive deeper. Don't take the marketing on the front of the packages (laughs) word for it. Dive deeper into what actually is in the product by flipping it around and looking at the ingredients section. You want to check the elements of the label. Most labels should have four main elements, directions, cautions, ingredients, and storage and disposal instructions. Check each of these elements and look for red flags. I'm gonna give a little bit more on that later, but you also want to confirm a resource. So one of the ones that I really like using is Environmental Working Group, otherwise known as EWG, uh, to verify if a product is toxic or non-toxic. They do the legwork in diving deep into the ingredients of the products and they rate them based on toxicity. Um, Another one that you can use, like if you're on a mobile app, use the Yuka app, it's Y-U-K-A. Super awesome. I also mentioned that one uh, back in one of the earlier episodes. I think it's episode two for my non-toxic living episode. So this is the second non-toxic episode that we are doing. And uh, there will be many more to come as well. So um, anyway, I am going to give you a few red flags that you you will see on products when you're out and about. And when you see these, simply run. (laughs) run run as fast as you can run forest run (laughs) but all jokes aside here for just a second do put it back on the shelf and proceed elsewhere fragrance is an umbrella term for some ugly chemicals that are packaged in a very pretty word it's a chemical cocktail of some of the chemicals mentioned below so that would include formaldehyde paraphamaldehyde, methyl glycol. This one's a little hard for me to pronunciate, so bear with me as I say this slowly. Quaternarium 15. Anything with a number after it is also usually a red flag. Think of some of the things that are in foods like red dye 40. Run away. Put it down, back away. Definitely no good. Um, Another one is mercury, which can also be um, considered into a fragrance category, which I think is just really interesting, but okay. So the list is long and you can absolutely Google um, toxic ingredients into your search bar and a whole huge list will come up for you. Um, Another important area to this that I think is really crucial and does not get enough attention is the non-toxic buzzwords that are out there that mean absolutely nothing. So the actual intent of the term non-toxic is to indicate that the product is neither harm, neither, excuse me, neither harmful to the environment or to ourselves. However, believe it or not, the very word non-toxic isn't regulated and any brand can slap that label onto their product regardless of the true toxicity level, biodegradable. 
Ikes. Super, super wow, right? Like seriously, kind of mind blowing. So biodegradable. The term implies that the substance will break down as soon as it enters the environment. Wastewater treatment plan, uh, stream, landfill, etc. However, this term is also not regulated. Organic. Oh, this is one of my favorites. <laughs> the term organic indicates that the food or product is made from plant resources that are devoid of pesticides, GMOs, and synthetic fertilizers. However, this too is also unregulated. However, the term certified organic is regulated. So that's a really good term to look for if you can find it. Another one that's a real popular one, natural flavors. This sort of cracks me up a little bit because it's touted on packaging as a good thing. Natural flavors is just another term for chemically processed. To earn the term natural, the flavor only has to have one tiny drop of a natural flavor and the rest of the substance can be totally chemically processed. For example, the flavoring could be 1% real strawberry, but 99% chemically made. So a few resources I will share with you that I still absolutely love. I know I mentioned the Yucca app uh, just a moment ago. And again, that if you want to listen back to uh, episode two for non-toxic and getting going, that's a really great one. Um, if you have not listened to that, there are some really great tips in there. So, and I, again, also really trust uh, the ewg.org website. I'm sure there are others that are qualified and well-intentioned, but this is the one that I do highly trust. Think Dirty is another popular uh, website, but they were actually bought out by the major conglomerate Procter & Gamble, which owns tons of toxic brands that I am warning against. And since they were bought out, many of the toxic products that P&G owns magically had a better toxicity rating. Hmm, kind of makes you wonder, doesn't it, friend? And I'm not saying these are like, I don't know how I want to exactly put this to you. I'm not saying, you know, it's going to be an easy transition or that you have to exonate everything right away. It's just one of those things that I just really want to bring awareness to because I think myself included, we can all do better a little bit more every day, every year, every month, whatever the case may be. So let's be honest here. Starting to live a more toxic-free life can feel a little overwhelming. And believe me, when I first started, I thought, OMG, I got to go through everything and I got to throw everything away. How am I going to find everything I need? Who do I trust? And a spiraling, we will go down the rabbit hole. So fear not, my friend. I am going to shed some light and give some great tips for you on how you can get this non-toxic cart hooked up to your healthy habit train. So here we go. I'm going to start with this. Start looking up the products you use on like on the apps of Yuka or the EWG Healthy Living site to see what's in them. Just being aware is a great start. It's really a great start. And start getting rid of products that have the ingredient fragrance. 
or parabens in them. I'm using my air quotes. You guys can't see that right now. <laughs> then what you want to start to do is purge as much as, as, much as possible um, by doing one of three things. You can do a mass purge and toss everything that is toxic in your home and buy the non-toxic alternatives right away, one full swoop. You can slowly use up all your toxic products and switch to non-toxic version when it's time to restock. Or you can mix one and two, and this is what I did. There were some things that were so bad, I just needed to get them out of the house. For example, um, for a lot of people out there, laundry detergents and dryer sheets, these were the first things that uh, we purged. And thankfully, um, my mother-in-law makes a wonderful homemade laundry detergent that we absolutely love. So, but then there are things that um, I've also had a hard time letting go of and because it was either expensive. So I wanted to use it up, but at that point I figured if I've used it for this long, I'll use it up, I'll make the swap when it's time. And that has worked well too. So the, the most non-products, or excuse me, the most toxic products and start chipping away to make the transition is usually the best way to go. And make a list in the notes section of your phone or wherever you keep your list titled non-toxic living transition and categorize what products you're making the swap and then list the non-toxic brands you're interested in switching to. So um, I've got some favorites that I'll, I'll share with you a little bit later on as well. And research those brands and see if their products align with your needs, your values, and also your budget. Because that's really important. And then make the swap. Something in addition that I think is really valuable to our conversation here is I would really be remiss if I did not mention is calling attention to what some of the most toxic products are that may not even, you may not have even thought twice about. And here's the biggest one, water. EWG has this awesome resource where you can type in your zip code and get a list of the toxic ingredients in your water. For example, in my zip code, this is what we have in our water, a total of 26 different contaminants, including a crazy overdose of arsenic, which arsenic is highly um, poisonous. Um, it's also got chloroform and nitrates, which are all cancer-forming things. So very glad to tell you that we filter our water 100%. And I actually, it, something that I do have on my list is to get um, a Berkeley filter, which removes over 200 contaminants in water. And I will admit it is a large investment to do this because um, I have researched it out, but I feel like it would be so worth it in the long run. So it is on my list. Um, I'm going to share a list here too of some of the non-toxic brands I love for the house, such as cleaners, good ones uh, to choose are Aspen Clean and Piracy. 
for laundry, like I said, thankfully, my mother-in-law whips up a big batch and we are welcome to take containers uh, with us. It is truly easy and amazing. Um, my understanding too, it is my goal to learn how to do this because um, I understand it's fairly easy to make your own laundry detergent. So that's something that's on my list as well. Um, I myself have yet to master this talent, but like I said, but uh, good brands again are Puracy and uh, Branch Basics are a good one too. For food, I try to shop for as much locally as I can. Um, I'm super excited for the local farmer's market to start. Um, at the time of this uh, podcast recording, it is about middle May. So the, the farmer's markets aren't totally open yet in my area, but I absolutely have the best intentions of utilizing them this year. I cannot wait. So, however, um, there's a lot that doesn't grow in my region and definitely not year round. So I do take advantage too of grocery stores and really pay attention to food labels. Okay, lots of things to digest here. So if you happen to have any questions or want to know more, please feel free to reach out to me. I am always happy and I tend to be pretty snappy, <laughs> happy and snappy um, at responding. So with that being said, I think this is a great place to pause for now. And with so much gratitude, I thank you for listening to this episode today and for joining me here on It's Glowing Well podcast. I am your guide, your host, Star. I look forward to being with you again on the next episode. And if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to this podcast channel to stay up to date on all the latest episodes. And hey, if you really enjoyed today's show, I would love if you took a moment to submit a review and even share with me what topics you'd love me to talk more about. If you would like to take our friendship to the next level and hang out with me even more, please feel free to find me on Instagram at Glowing Well with Star and at Aveda Glow by Star. For all things non-toxic and plant-based in beauty and wellness, please head over to starmcgee.arbon.com. And lastly, if you are looking to work with me more directly on a one-on-one -on -one level and for coaching, please head over to itsglowingwell.com. Until next time, I wish you love, light, and gratitude. Namaste. Namaste.